Hello, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Reality Shift Frequency. I'm Jeremiah Gary here with Kelly Ray. How's it going tonight, Kelly? Did you just have to look at your notes to say my name? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing. <laughs> just looking around, man. I don't know. I'm just teasing, guys. On my uh, <laughs> on my Skype, is right before he said my name, he looked over near his notes. I don't even um, know what I'm looking at. What is going on? How are you? <laughs> A little flustered <laughs> now because I don't know what to say to that. Do you want to start over? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I just was no, with you. I'm feeling good, man. Uh, we got a lot of info to put out to the people and we're here to put the real into your reality tonight, or attempt to at least, and put you on a path to a more objective worldview instead of a subjective one, because we are all given the subjective worldview that's just incorrect. Yeah. How about you, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, we absolutely are. Man, that's a, a good intro, dude. I love it. I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I feel like we're uh, living in an alternate reality, to be quite honest. Every second and minute and hour and day are all just blurred together. And half the time, I don't know what day it is. And it seems like the days are going by extraordinarily fast. And I don't know how it's been a week since, you know, something else took place. And it's, just, it's we're living in a very bizarre time. And it's a little dis, I'm a little dis, uh, <laughs> clearly I, I can't talk. <laughs> Sorry, don't interrupt you. Let me say something. This is the result of communism right here. This right here. Oh, yeah. This is, what's, it's, this is it's what you're started. feeling. I'm telling you, I'm very uh, discombobulated you're, is the word that I like. You're feeling the burn is what you're feeling right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we won't go there. But other than that, I have uh, some good news that I'd like to share. We are really excited because... Jeremiah and I weren't really sure how this podcast would go and the reception of it from people. And so far, we have gotten some really wonderful feedback from people. There's been a few of my friends specifically that have given me some really constructive, great criticism and just some rock on encouragement to keep doing what we're doing. So that's really exciting. We have gotten almost 60 plays so far, which I know people out there are probably laughing at that, but considering, or at least me, I wasn't sure if we'd even get five plays. I think that's really cool. So we're really excited about that. And also we actually have a couple international listeners. We have people in Australia and in Canada that have also been listening to us. So I just think that's really neat and very encouraging for me. And I'm very happy about it. I am too. And I'm very excited about it. And I'm just, I can't even sleep. You know, I'm just, it's just amazing. I can just picture us talking to people all over the world and really having an impact on things and actually doing the things I've talked about for decades. Yeah. And, and not just me, but people. And, and it isn't because of our podcast. It's because people want to listen to it and people are ready to get together and unite. And you can tell, I can feel that in the air. It's not just communism in the air. I definitely feel that there is a level of consciousness that is rising I mean, I feel we also have a very long way to go, but I think that the small pockets of people like you and I, Jeremiah, that 
have long since been called crazy and had, you know, people roll their eyes at us and wave us off that we're just talking nonsense. I feel like the small pockets of people like you and I are starting to grow a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And it makes me feel a little bit hopeful that maybe we might actually be able to get some change going on in this crazy, evil, corrupt world. But, you know, you got to have the hope. You got to keep the hope. You got to have the hope and you got to keep the hope up. But it's important not to get carried away with any embellishments or, you know, pastimes. Something that makes you apathetic to what's going on in the world and gives you a subjective worldview instead of an objective one. Because I fell for it. I've done it a thousand times. It happens to me almost every day. Yeah, I definitely still still battle with that on a regular basis. Absolutely, and we're going to talk about some stuff tonight that is, I'm still having trouble processing. I'm going to try and portray it as clearly and simply as I can, but again, I've discovered that we've all been lied to, and I have to deal with it, and it goes even through the medical industry and what's wrong with our health, and it's really good, though. It's good news. It's good that we know this now, and it's good that we're going to be getting this information out. So uh, even though I'm going through a little bit of cognitive dissonance on and understanding all this, and I have conflicting beliefs about some things, which we'll get to in the later podcast, like you said, I think it'll be fine, and I think we can we can portray the message that we want to get out to people and give them enough truth so that they can find it for themselves because it's out there. It's out there everywhere. So before we jump in, let me just give a quick overview and also just a little bit of a plea for any listeners out there. So we're going to talk about 5G and we're also going to talk about just the general complexities behind EMF, uh, radio frequency, radiations and things like that that Jeremiah is going to take us through and then I'll take us through the effects and what 5G is also and how that is going to impact all of us at some point very soon. It's already actually impacting us. And we're also going to use this as kind of a setup until our next couple episodes in which we're going to be talking more about our current world situation as far as COVID-19, as far as the lockdowns, and as far as 5G and how all of that is related or not related. So to all of you guys out there, as Jeremiah said, there's a lot of cognitive dissonance and he and I both still battle with it. And we're not ashamed. Well, I'm ashamed that I still have it, but I'm not going to lie about it because that's not the right thing to do. You have to own it. And so you can move past it and figure it out. So what I need for all of you guys to do is just take a moment in our episodes and suspend the mentality of the that cannot be true just suspend your i that cannot be true mentality please have an open mind and just listen you may not agree with everything we talk about and that's okay but please don't be so closed off that you won't even give the thoughts that we're going to be talking about and discussing a chance to kind of marinate with you and see if it resonates with you. That's, that's the only thing that I really ask. Absolutely. Cognitive dissonance is a bitch. I've said it once. I've said it twice. <laughs> I've said it a thousand times. A bitch and a half, man. Don't go through it too fast. You can't go through it too fast. It's impossible. You have to rationally work yourself through it. And when we do, we come out with the most logical, 
and sound path available, you know, whatever knowledge we're trying to seek out and whatever conflicting views we hold. So I also implore everybody to keep an open mind and we don't want to bash the medical field at all. If it sounds like I am, I'm not. I just think that we have been entirely misled about so much that I don't want to step on any toes. And if I do, I'm sorry, but please keep your mind open. Like Kelly said, and consider the information that we're going to bring forth to you because honestly, if we could wrap our minds around this as a human, human race, we could literally change the world. If this is true, if what we're going to talk about tonight is true, we could flip the entire medical industry upside down just by changing the way we communicate. Yeah, well, I'm very excited to hear what you have to say on that. And just to piggyback off of what Jeremiah is saying, I know people that work in the medical field and I have the utmost respect for them. A couple of them are my very good friends and I love them dearly and to death. And I don't know what Jeremiah is going to be speaking about in, in regards to that, but I also think that, like he said, we're not going to necessarily intentionally be bashing the medical field or anything like that, because I also am a firm believer that there are so many well-intentioned and good people in the medical field and in other fields, but they themselves have been lied to. And so the information that they pass on is their truth. It's not an, an open deception that they're doing. It's, it is their truth because that's what they were taught. And it doesn't go any farther than that, to be quite honest. So just for all of you guys, please remember that the more that you educate yourself, the more that you start understanding where things and information comes from. And then the more obvious those things become to you. And then once that happens, you start seeing the lies that have been told to us over and over and over again across so many different topics and areas of our lives. So the more you educate yourself, the more you start seeing where things come from. And then that's when the gates open and you just start piecing together things because you say, oh my gosh, they lied to us about that and they lied to us about that and they lied to us about that. And sometimes it's not even an outright lie that they tell us. Sometimes it's just restriction of information. That's what we have going on here. Anyways, that's, that's our beginning of the show rants. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I hope that we can get our intentions across to everybody. I respect the medical field too, and it has saved my life more times than I care to count. Of course, <laughs> and, of course. You know, so thank you everybody out there who's in the medical field, even though you might be going through all the craziness that we might be getting into later. Yes. But, you know, I we understand that cognitive dis dissonance is crazy and that it's hard to deal with. And that this, the things that we perceive, the subjective worldview that we have is true to you. So I'm glad you brought that up and reminded me because I forget that quite often. So thank you for reminding me, Kelly. But I will try to just start with explaining the difference between uh, non-ionizing radiation and ionizing radiation, right? Okay. So bef before I say that, though, I want to say that what blows my mind completely is that when we're talking about these frequencies, these communications frequencies, which we're talking about telecommunications, these are radio frequencies. They're considered low energy frequencies. And they will tell you that they don't damage the body at all. But there are thousands of studies out there done by many sources, including the World Health Organization, which 
labels even those radio waves as a class B2 or 2B, 2B. carcinogen. Yeah. 2B carcinogen, which tells you right now that the very lowest power level that we have for our communications is uh, cancerous. So that yeah. right there is really hard to wrap your mind around. And as we're sitting here talking, <laughs> it makes me want using to that wireless. <laughs> it makes me want to turn my podcast off and go buy an AT and T landline, and uh, I know start building my fallout shelter. I know, right? Because I probably shouldn't say this, and you can edit this out if you want to, Kelly. But as I researched this, the radio wave frequency, radio frequency technology, uh, is the same as electromagnetic technology. It's the same as radiation. And it's all measured on the light spectrum. It's all light. Okay. All the same, and it's all measured the same. And there's only non and it's categorized by our known science by non-ionizing and ionizing. Non-ionizing affects your body slowly. Ionizing affects it fast. Think like nuclear okay. uh, blasts. Uh, okay. uh, ionizing has two different methods of travel, which I don't think I should get into. The way that I understand it is, it can actually travel as mass, such as probably a nuclear bomb, so it can actually destroy matter. And here's the crazy thing, because you have your low-energy frequency radio waves, and they're non-ionizing and non-harmful, according to the guidelines and regulations we're given. Mm-hmm. And then you move up the scale, and you get to your microwaves, which everybody knows. You can heat up a microwave pretty fast, and it can burn you very quickly. You know, you can see the effects of it. You can observe it. So I don't understand their difference in non-ionizing and ionizing effects because when you get to the microwave level, it sounds like it's ionizing to me. So if there are any experts out there, any physicists that want to educate me, any experts that think I'm smart enough to learn what you have to offer, I'd appreciate if you would explain it to me because I have spent the past week and a half and I did not have time to learn it. But it would be nice to know that I'm explaining this correctly. And if I'm not, how to explain it correctly later. Totally. Yeah. If there's anybody out there that has been through the education on that end and can explain it, uh, if, if Jeremiah is incorrect, by all means, we, uh, we would love that. So it just strikes me as strange that microwave is below the ultraviolet level, which according to their light spectrum, the ultraviolet level is when you get into the ionizing radiation, electromagnetism slash radio waves. And those are considered ionizing, but the microwave has the same effects as the ionizing effects are defined, right? We're using microwave frequencies in our unicast communications, a lot of our communications. Okay. So these are more powerful than low energy frequencies, less powerful than ultraviolet frequencies, ultraviolet light. So apparently they can't burn you. But there are microwaves out there that microwave frequencies that can crowd control weapons that are used in those frequencies to cause immediate harm to people. So how is it not ionizing? Okay. I follow you. Okay. So we have these people control these telecommunications companies globally it's a global network absolutely these people are everywhere doing the same thing to everybody and all these tests show that it affects us on a cellular level it enters our body 
and interacts with our bodies. And we could go into all the different types of frequencies and how they interact. But I can already tell from my research that something don't add up. And I can't trust that the information that they're giving us all is, in fact, facts. Because they say that our bodies don't absorb a lot of these frequencies. And other studies say that our bodies do absorb these frequencies. And in a reaction to those absorptions, which is radiation we're absorbing, guys. You know, they call it electromagnetism. They call it radio waves, microwaves, and whatever. But you can't get past the fact that it is radiation and it is being absorbed into your body. And it is causing your cells to do something. It is causing a reaction in your cells because it's poison. It's radiation. So your body gets absorbed and it absorbs it and your cells flush out the poison through urination, stool, and sweat, and, you know, all the other methods that the body has of detoxifying itself. Mm-hmm. One being an exosomal method, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we'll get into later. We will. I, I don't know if we'll get into it in this episode, but it will definitely be in the next one. Right. And I just think it's very important that we understand that this is a very serious subject. And there are like 100, how many countries? 48 countries that want people to look into, look more into this and we'll look more into uh, frequencies and 5G. Yeah. So on the 5G, one of the things that I'll, I'll get to in a little bit is uh, there have been over 250 scientists um, from about 40 or 41 countries that have written letters to the UN, to WHO, to their member countries expressing their huge concern with 5G rollout. And then an additional 26,000 scientists and other people that have signed a petition asking that there be more more testing done on it. Then as far as I know, there's thousands of tests done all the way from the 1800s, right, about radio frequencies and the effects it has on biological organisms. Absolutely no tests have been done on 5G. No, no tests have actually been done on, correction, no public tests that we are aware of have been done on 5G. I can guarantee you that the evil cult that runs this world oh, absolutely, they know what it does. absolutely knows what it does. And we're going to get into that on the tail end of this. But there are yeah. no public tests that have been done. And that is one of the major, major concerns with 5G specifically. Yeah, that is crazy. And then, you know, here's something crazy that I picked up on when I was doing my research, apparently the oldest global organization in the world that's part of the United Nations is the International Telecommunication Union, originally the International Telegraph Union, and is a specialized agency of the United Nations that is responsible for issues that concern information and communication technologies. So they're responsible for some of these studies. I find that hard to believe that that's the oldest international organization. Only in the 1800s? They didn't have an international organization prior to that? That's just wild to me. I'm sure they did in secret. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, obviously, what you're saying is, is, is false. I'm just, I'm, I'm just having trouble comprehending that because, to me, I would think that there would be a, some sort of international organization prior to, what year did you say? 18 what? No, well, I mean, the 1800s was when all this stuff was going on. I mean. Yeah, that's really, that's, that's really wild. 
And then I mean, we have the, I'm not really that surprised, honestly. I mean, when I take a step back and be like, oh yeah, of course, well, that makes sense. But that is, that's, that's an interesting tidbit. Yeah, they, it is interesting because if you think about it, they're taking over. The first thing they take over is telecommunications across the world. Yeah. So they're already listening to everybody. They've been oh, doing yeah. it for a long time. Oh my gosh. But multiple uh, lists, I'm sure. <laughs> it's crazy. But to just think about these people have been at this for so long. And but there's another organization called the International Commission on Non Ionizing Radiation Protection. And I want to let the listeners know about it. You can go here and get all kinds of information. What's the uh can, can you say the the website again? The International Commission on Non Ionizing Radiation Protection. Abbreviated ICNIRP.org. Great. We'll tag that in the uh, episode description, guys. Easy link. But they consist mainly of uh, publications, guidelines, statements, reviews, proceedings of workshops, and notes. But almost all the material is available for free as downloads and PDF, except for the ICNIRP blue books and related PDF files. Uh, there's some CDs and documents published in journals or published jointly with other organizations. So sure. there's, you know, tons of information out there, guys. And I've been That's digging through resource. these PDF files. Yeah. You know, there's, this stuff is actually dangerous. The, the studies out there prove it. We are putting ourselves and our children at risk <laughs> at ra of radiation. And it's funny, I was, I was going to say this earlier and I didn't, but through all this research, do you know what the protocol is when people are bombarded with radiation? Tell me. Stay inside. Oh, yeah. Don't leave your house. There are a lot of very interesting similarities between what is currently happening in our world and with radiation poisoning and EMF overload so we're talking about your wi-fi's your radios your microwaves your car radios your uh we can't get away from it guys it's here forever good news is there's ways to protect yourself from it bad news is i didn't find out what they were <laughs> i do i know some of them yeah well, awesome. it'll be the tail end of the episode i have some 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 of them are a little easier to do than others. Some of them are very simple. So we'll get into good ways to try to protect yourself, um, even if it's intermittently throughout the day. Is there? Yeah, any I turn my I turn my Wi-Fi off now. I'm only I'm gonna only designate certain hours of the day that we use it, and because I got a lot of kids, and after the research that I've done, I can't expose them to this anymore. Yep. So do you want me to go ahead and jump on into effects and things, or do you have some more stuff that you want to put out there? I, I think that covers it. I don't think okay, that we great. need to get deep into it and confuse people. I, I'm glad that I was able to articulate it in the way that I did because, good. yep, I feel good with that. I hope that great. it resonates with people and it leads them to be able to research some of these things and find out for themselves that what I'm telling you is, in fact, the truth. Radiation and radio frequencies are the same thing, and they're dangerous. Great. Thank you so much for that, Jay. I really appreciate it because uh, I definitely don't – I. As I told Jeremiah yesterday or the day before, I love science and I think it's really fascinating. But when it comes to researching actual scientific things, I'm not very good at that portion of things. <laughs> and I know what my weaknesses are. So Jay took that over and I'm very grateful. Well, thank you, I would have been banging I, my head. I would have been banging my I, head against the wall. <laughs> I wanted to be a scientist. I, I was in college to become a biologist and a, 
psychiatrist. I was thinking about becoming, or just a psychologist, not a psychiatrist, because I didn't want to do with the drugs. But I did not stop my education. I continued to learn about the biology and the psychology when I got out of college. She didn't end up by teaching me. But the thing is, I'm glad I didn't get to finish college because it made me realize that science, you know, maybe the reason you don't like it is because it's confusing. Like the uh, ionizing and the non-ionizing bullshit. That's ridiculous. And the stuff that we got going on today in our current events, you can hear some scientists describe the real science, scientific way to do things. Right. And other scientists will describe the Scientological or whatever you want to call it way that the scumbags do it. You know, it's not real science. It's, it's a, it's a damn religion. It's the stuff that they're feeding us. It makes us have that subjective worldview. So I'll shut up and you go right ahead because I can keep <laughs> talking. I'm, I'm getting fired up. Okay. All right. Well, you can get fired up whenever Sa- save your fire for the next episode. The next couple episodes are going to be very, uh, very passionate from Jeremiah and I both, and uh, I'm looking forward to those as well. So just to, I'm not going to reiterate anything Jay already said. I think he did a great job explaining what it is that we're actually speaking of. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through here. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an idea of the actual 5G itself, because what Jeremiah was talking about wasn't 5G specific, but it absolutely is involved with 5G. And then I'm going to talk more about some things that are 5G specific and then some things that will piggyback off of what he said, like the effects that high levels of radiation can have and things like that. So basically what 5G is, in case anybody is not sure, 5G stands for fifth generation, just like you had 4G, 3G, 2G, etc. Those all stand for generations. So now that they're rolling out the fifth generation of connectivity is the ruse they're using, that it's a hundred times more powerful or faster than what we currently have, the 4G, which is already dangerous. It probably um, is faster. They're yeah, no, I mean, about I, that. no, I think it is. <laughs> I, I say a ruse because that's the way they're getting everybody to accept it and not have an issue with it. Right, it's, yeah. That's, it's, you know, it's all over the wi- wireless uh, cell phone commercials. Oh, we're the first to deploy the 5G, stay connected anywhere all over the country. We're already connected all over the country. I mean, yeah, how much the- faster do you need to be able to look at Facebook, guys? Like, this is insane. This, this is the fifth time you guys have done this to us. Yeah, right. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's, just it's really, it's absolute madness. So basically what the 5G is, the waves 4G, 3G, and 2G, those sort of waves that run are longer waves. They're about a foot and a half to two feet long, the way I understand it. And the 5G waves are millimeter size waves that are literally half inch to an inch long. That is as big as the wave is. So therefore, they're needing, in order for this 5G to stay, quote, connected to everybody, they are needing to put in thousands upon thousands upon thousands of antennas within towers so frequently because the small millimeter sized waves do not travel as far or as powerfully as the previous generations, which is kind of ironic since it's going to be the most powerful thing that we have, but yet the waves don't <laughs> spread so as fast. powerfully. Right, like you gotta be close to it. You gotta get close. Gotta get close to it. It's gonna be so powerful, but you gotta stand on it. They don't twenty feet away from this thing. (laughs) So, and five G will also operate on several frequency bands, uh, from what I understand. And 
there is a major concern with that because they quote unquote, they being the people that run this world absolutely will be able to turn the frequency up or down on 5g, which is very, very dangerous and potentially have a lot of very harmful effects on the people. So let me tell you guys about some of the effects that happen whenever you are overexposed to EMFs and radiation. And like I said, some of these might sound kind of familiar. I'm not laying out a conspiracy at this point. I'm just letting you know, keep an open mind because some of these are very similar to what's happening in the world right now. So lots of radiation exposure symptoms are, and there are quite a few, so bear with me because I want you to really understand just how bad this stuff can be for us. Headaches, brain fog, impaired ability to learn and reason, chest pains, it impacts the BBB, which is the blood-brain barrier that protects our brain from viruses and that keeps nutrients in. The EMFs literally pull coals through your BBB, hence having major brain cognitive function decline and issues. Uh, it can make you docile and depressed. It can deplete your serotonin and dopamine nutrients, which in case anybody is not sure, the serotonin is what makes you happy. Let's see, it can inhibit the production of melatonin hormones, it creates anxiety, it can deplete and disrupt your zinc-copper balance, it can cause infertility, of course it can cause cancer. I'm going to go on for a few more just so that you guys really understand. It can literally break the strands in your DNA, it can cause oxidative damage to your mitochondrial DNA, which in case anybody is not sure, the mitochondrial DNA is DNA that's passed down from your mother. What's oxidative damage? Damn it. I knew you were going to ask me that shit. And I I'll look it up. I, I looked it up like three times and then I didn't write it. In <laughs> you the knew I was gonna ask that shit. And now I can't remember. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's what causes fucking free radicals and shit. Causes free radicals in your body to form, which is what causes the inflammation and shit, which is why I fucking said. Right, 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 right. Yes. Thank you. Very, thank you very much. It can alter your heart rhythm. It can obviously cause cell damage. It can cause diabetes, high blood pressure, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and heart disease, which is part of the oxidative stress. It can cause you to be immunosuppressant, which means your immune system is unable to respond to fight off foreign agents that enter your body. There is a link according to some studies, especially in the youth, that is very, 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 very harmful because the youth brain and bones are much thinner than an adults and they have more fluid in their bodies. So it's much more harmful for them. And those have been linked to higher rates of autism, ADHD, and asthma for adults going kind of back to there. Also, it can cause insomnia, fatigue, numbness, and tingling. And I think I've already said the others. It can also cause radiation sickness specifically can cause nausea, vomiting, fatigue, diarrhea, headache, fever, dizziness, lung inflammation, and low blood pressure. It can also cause breathing difficulties and circulatory disturbance. And I'm not going to go on. That's pretty much just about all of them. But if you will notice, there is trouble breathing, fatigue, 
headaches, fever, water on the lungs. Well, it doesn't say that specifically, but there's fluid on the lungs. No, it doesn't say anything about fluid on the oh, lungs. Oh, it didn't say fluid on the lungs? I could swear I heard you say that. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. What I no, what I said was in the youth, because their bodies contain more fluid, um, oh, okay. it, it harms them oh, more yeah. because it um they have a higher absorption rate, probably. Absorption rate, yes, perfect. Yeah, that's it. So as you guys can see, there's a lot of similarities with high levels of radiation and EMF waves hitting you that also are very similar to this COVID-19. Again, not going to get into any sort of conspiracy. And if there is or is not a correlation with that, we're going to talk on that into the next episode. I just want you guys to keep an open mind and remember that for whenever we go into that next episode. Now, keep in mind, was those, those symptoms that you just went over weren't 5G symptoms? Correct. That is not 5G specific because there have been no studies on 5G. That is 4G and everything before it. So if 4G and everything before it is causing those symptoms, what in the hell is 5G causing? Yes. It's just going to amplify all of those symptoms. It's just going to amplify it a hundred times. So, and you know, you bring forth conspiracy theories or whatever, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to outright say it. Look, we're bringing you guys facts, objective yes. facts that you really, you can argue, but we're not the ones making them up. So, you know, you can argue with all the different organizations that have brought these studies to us for humanity's benefit, for humanity's safety. We can ignore these studies and we can continue to let these psychopathic scumbags do what they're doing to us, or we can, Go down this path that I mentioned earlier in the episode and develop an objective worldview of what's really going on. Because if all those symptoms are true and we're being irradiated on a level that humanity has never seen before, we've got higher autism rates, cancer rates, and stuff that we've never seen before. And we're trying to link it to all these other things. You know, the conspiracy theorists out there always trying to link all these things. Oh, those crazy conspiracy theorists. And, and, and we've got links right here that links all this radiation poisoning to all these things that's wrong with our, our future. These are our kids, mainly, that's being hurt. And I am so fucking sick of seeing kids hurt in our world. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. I just want to say that. No, yeah, I'm glad. I hope you all, I hope you all can understand how serious it is. Go take these facts. Look them up for yourself. Confirm and verify them for yourself because kids are being fucking hurt. And I hate to sound mean, and I'm sorry if that sounds mean, but it, it, it weighs on my heart very heavily to not be able to help these children. And if this is the only way I can do it, I'm going to shout at them. Yeah, and there's a lot of evidence to show that they're actually installing 5G, not only in hospitals, but also in schools right now, which, you know, the sick and the youth are the most vulnerable to this because of their either immune systems or because they're not completely developed yet. So that's something to take into consideration also. So I'm going to move away from the effects and move into a couple other things. Belgium, Slovenia, and Switzerland have all either stopped or delayed their 5G rollout because it cannot be proven to be safe. So just take that into consideration. More than 230 scientists and researchers have written the UN WHO, their member nations expressing concern of 5G rollout. There's a gentleman named Frank Craig, or sorry, Frank Clegg, um, who's the former president of Microsoft Canada, who has also expressed 
lots of concern and has a really good 10 minute video on piecing things together, which I think is interesting because he's a former president of Microsoft Canada, which obviously Bill Gates is the founder and owner of Microsoft and his hands are also very much all over what is happening in our world today. And we are definitely going to get into him on the next episode. So there's a petition that was written to the UN, the WHO, the EU, the Council of Europe, and governments of all nations that had been signed by 26,000 scientists. And I just want to read a very small excerpt from this petition that they all signed. We, the undersigned scientists, doctors, environmental organizations, urgently call for a halt to the deployment of 5G wireless network, including 5G from space satellites, which I'll touch base on in just a moment. 5G will massively increase exposure to radio frequency radiation on top of the 2G, 3G, and 4G networks for telecommunications that are already in place. RF radiation has been proven harmful for humans and the environment. The deployment of 5G constitutes an experiment on humanity and the environment that is defined as a crime under international law. So please just keep that in mind. You have 26,000 members from very established communities, scientists, doctors, environmental organizations that are saying this is literally a human experiment because we do not know the full effects of 5G. And if 4G and everything be, be, uh, before it was already causing problems, please do your test. But they're rolling it out very quickly. And yeah, well, that's how they do it, Kelly. That's how they do it, everybody. They of take course. it, right? All right, here comes uh, radio frequency. Everybody like their AM radio? Yeah, you guys liking that? All right, all right. Uh, no, not so much. Here's FM, boom. Before you can even get to dealing with the problem of AM and what it's doing to us, bam, they hit you with FM. Yeah. And then, you, you know, the people that live, alive back then are like, all right, well, what the hell is FM doing to us? <laughs> so then yeah. they hit you with the, uh, you know, 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G. Now we're here at 5G, and we're trying to go, we're still trying to figure out what the hell 2, 3 4G is doing to us and how we can get rid of those so we can become healthy again. People in the world are doing this already and the rest of the world is sitting back not even aware of it. Right. And here's something even crazier. Here's an incredible map that shows undersea cables that keep the internet alive. Why the fuck do we need 5G for if we've got underneath undersea cables that travel across the world that, that provide us internet? Yeah, it's pretty... According to this article... Well, as you and I both know, the reason behind it is much more sinister and we'll get into that later. Um, but yes, fair point. Why do we actually need this? We do not need this technology. So let me break down a couple other things. And this is just some more factual information for people to have in their memory bank so that they can start putting things together and understanding things a little bit better. And remember, suspend your, that can't be true mentality because there's going to be a lot of info and I'm going to call some people out that you think are really good people because they've been propped up as really good philanthropic people or great inventors of our time and all of this, and they're not. And so just keep that in mind. FCC regulations have been structured in a way that local municipalities cannot stop telecom companies from installing 5G. They are specifically prohibited from trying to delay or stop 5G implementation on the basis of health concerns. Which I may be wrong about this, but that one guy I was telling you about, the FCC member, board member, uh, his name's Akir, something like that. I think he's the only one that's actually trying to stop 5G. 
Hmm. The rest of them are all for it. He hasn't been paid off yet. As Jeremiah well, mentioned, sure he's got stock in telecommunications. Oh employed. yeah, probably. Um, as Jeremiah mentioned earlier, in 2011, WHO classified wireless as a group to be carcinogen, meaning it is cancerous or potentially cancerous. Uh, the FCC has made 5G introduction a high priority for their rollout, and they've even pared back some of the regulations to make this happen. There's literally a document that you can find on federalregister.gov that's entitled Accelerating Wireless and Wireline Broadband Deployment by Removing Barriers to Infrastructure Development. And it says basically they're going to loosen up the regulations so they can get this 5G rolled out. Back in 2000, I believe, 17, and I'm sorry, I do not know the person's name, there was somebody that was on the FCC board that made a statement that the reason why they were going to be rolling out 5G so quickly was for profits. It is a multi-billion dollar energy. That's all you need to know about that right there. Money, money, money. Follow the money and you will find the dirt. So the FCC, I know. (laughs) So the FCC, so for anybody who's listening, we've been talking about the FCC, FCC, FCC. So for anybody who does not live in the United States and is not sure what the FCC is, since we've mentioned it multiple times, it stands for the Federal Communications Commission. They are the ones who regulate all telecommunications in the country and decide what is, quote, legal and not legal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. On the panel of the FCC, the board of the FCC, there are ex- telecommunication executives, lawyers, and engineers. There are zero doctors or scientists on the board of the Federal Communications Commission that makes these laws and tells us what is safe and what is not and how in the hell that is possible blows my mind. I mean, I know why it's possible, but if there's, there should be an uproar about that. Why is there not a doctor or a scientist on that board saying, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not really that safe. What are we doing? It's insane. In 1996, there is a Telecom Act of 1996 that was introduced that literally prohibits telecommunications companies from being sued on safety and health of their products. That is insane. Telecommunications companies literally have a screen in front of them that the federal government said, people cannot sue you if they get injured by your product. What kind of madness is that? I don't, it, uh, it, it's, there should be an uproar it's about the, that too. It's, it's the, there should be an uproar. They do it with everything. There should be <laughs> no, an uproar about everything they do. This is the thing, people. We are allowing people who lead us to do illegal things, not, Im- not just immoral, but illegal things, that if we did, we would be put behind bars for so long we wouldn't see the day. We wouldn't see daylight again. Absolutely. And these people can get away with it <laughs> just because it, it, it's it's a it's a blood thing. It's a royalty thing. These people are in a huge club, and we ain't in it. Yep. And uh, I just want to say this: Did you know that the federal there were the before the FCC? It was the Federal Radio Commission. It was formed in 1927 and dissolved in 1934 to become the FCC. Interesting. I did not know that, but that makes sense. In the UK, they have the Office of Communications, which is essentially the FCC. It's a government department. There's a woman named Melanie Doors that runs it. And Ofcom is what they call it. Ofcom has told broadcasters that they will face any sanctions if they talk about 5G and its correlation to COVID-19. Now that in and of itself tells me a lot 
that tells me that there is a freaking correlation and they don't want people to know about it. But just the fact that they're censoring what they can talk about. Now, I don't know UK law, so I don't know what their freedom of press situation is. And over here, supposedly, we have freedom of press and they wouldn't be able to say that. I mean, they wouldn't be able to sanctions, but they do it all the time, obviously. Right. So they are also asking the Silicon Valley companies, Facebook, Google, YouTube, to ban users or posts that talk about a correlation between 5G and COVID-19. Now, Ofcom has also been promoting 5G and the use of 5G. Now, some may say, oh, well, they're trying to ban it and, and take down posts because they don't want misinformation or false information being circulated to the public and people getting scared about something that's not true. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. And you guys hopefully should all know better than that. The fact that they're censoring anything is bullshit. I don't care if it is misinformation or false information because the people that are doing the damn research will be able to know what is misinformation and false information. Not always. I come across stuff where sometimes I second guess it because that's what we do. We don't just read two memes off of Reddit and decide that something is a conspiracy. That's not how this works for people like Jeremiah and I. We do the research and we find multiple, multiple, multiple levels of backup before we present any information. So the fact that they are trying to censor this information of a correlation between COVID-19 and 5G tells me a lot of information in and of itself. We will get more on into that in the next episode, but it's very fascinating. It is. It's absolutely fascinating. It's, 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 it's fascinating that it's even more fascinating that we're not allowed, not that we're not allowed to talk about it, but that when we do talk about it, other people tell us we're not allowed to talk about it. Not the people censoring us. Right. That's when you know it's bad. Right. That's when you know it's real bad. And that's when you know you have got to, you, it, I know it's hard, guys. If you're out there and you're trying to tell people the truth, I know it's hard. Some people can't take it. So hard. Some people can't see it. It hurts you on some levels. You know, that's just what truth does. But it doesn't matter. They have to hear it. They have to hear it. It hurts me in the sense that I know some very, very, very intelligent people. These are not, you know, normal, average, intelligent people. These are above average intelligence people that still just can't get their minds wrapped around anything that I say sometimes. Sometimes they'll you know, say, okay, yeah, 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 I see that. But for the most part, they get really upset when I tell them what I feel is the truth. They ask me my opinion, I tell them my opinion, and then they get mad at me for it. And it's like, hold up, like, don't ask me my, you know I'm into all of this stuff, so don't ask me my opinion if you don't really want me to tell you the truth. And just because your situation or a scenario that you've been through fits the narrative, that you are being told on a regular basis does not mean that their narrative is not there and that there is not a reason for that narrative. And I think that's really hard for people. And again, I used to be the same. I mean, I've always been into conspiracies and I've always known there was stuff going on in this world ever since I was, you know, younger. But over the past several years, when I've really, really gotten deep into it, as Jay said at the beginning of the episode, like, 
I absolutely had cognitive dissonance. I still struggle with it on a regular basis because it's hard to get out of because you do get to the point where you're like, there's no way that this is really what's going on. It's hard to, it's hard to digest. It is very, very difficult. But what really upsets me is that the people that aren't even willing to have that open mind discussion. Look, I've said this before and I'll say it again a million times on this podcast. I don't need to convince you of what I know is true. I don't. But what I do hope is that through the conversations Jeremiah and I have is that there is some sort of spark that you feel inclined to go look into this stuff that we talk about on your own and research it on your own and come to your own conclusions. And if at that point you still think it's all hogwash and that it's all crazy madness, that is absolutely your right and your free will. But you have to put in the work before you automatically brush somebody off because I put in the the damn work and and I know you've put in the work just on this particular episode. We've been researching for a week and a half. Yeah. And I'm still not there. And that's not including all the tens of hundreds, (laughs) all the hundreds of other hours that I know I personally have put in on other things. Gajillions. A a trillion. (laughs) Huge. Bigly. I've put in a lot of bigly hours. Um, So anyway, sorry to get off on that little rant there, but um, let me get back. Let me, let me get back to this so we can. uh, Now I want to say something. Oh yes, please. Um, Sorry. Go Go for it. I want to, I want to expand on that rant. So you're talking to your friend. Let me, let me give you a situation. Let me run something by here. (laughs) You're talking to your friend because I have this happen too. And you're having a pleasant conversation and they're reaching out. Right. Mm -hmm. They're putting forth the effort to actually maybe uh, to instead of have a subjective worldview to move from the path from a subjective worldview to an objective one. And you're you're actually getting somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you get to this point and you say something. Right. And they and they snap. That's what you said. What if this you got everybody listening to our conversations? What if somebody picked up on it, hit her with the frequency that made her emotionally angry? It's very possible. Yeah, it's very possible. What if they, what if, what if this stupid radiation, these radio frequencies, these, this daggone dangerous uh, technology that we're using is actually weaponized and they're using it every day on us and we don't know it. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely a possibility and I think it absolutely happens. I, I don't, I don't have any proof of that, of course, but I don't need, for me personally, I don't need proof of that to know that it is a absolutely probable and be Mm -hmm. most likely happening at least on a small level, just because of all the other things that I have learned and that I've researched and that I've looked through that it just fits with the agenda of what they're, what they're doing. But anyways, let's move on. Okay. So, um, yeah, where were we? <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to go through a couple more things and then I'm going to get to the protection. I'm just laying out some yeah, more yeah, facts yeah. for you guys to understand what we're really dealing with. So as Jeremiah mentioned earlier, um, the military uses something called the active denial systems, the ADS systems for crowd control and di- disbursement. 
essentially it is basically the exact same frequency as 5G. So 5G essentially is a military grade weapon. It basically shoots out these pulses and you get a very painful reaction on your skin and in your body and it makes you move. And that's how they are dispersing crowds now. But it's non-ionizing. <laughs> um, yeah, so they like, say it's Don't not- worry, it's completely non-ionizing, folks. Yeah. So let's get into satellites and some players in this whole 5G movement, if you will. Oh, and just one more note. Swiss Ray, which is one of the largest insurance companies in the world, rates 5G as, quote, a high-impact risk for the insurance industry that may affect property and casualty claims. So now you have major, major insurance companies that are refusing to insure anything 5G related because of the potential risks that they will have to pay out if they're sued. So Elon Musk, who knows Elon Musk? Oh, he's this really cool guy that created Tesla and that created SpaceX and he's so awesome. Joe Rogan. Oh, he's so awesome. Elon is the coolest guy ever. <laughs> he shoots satellites. Yeah, no. Elon Musk is a psychopath, guys. And if you think put, otherwise, he, I'm sorry. Like he's He put a not, car into space. He is. <laughs> did you say shoot a car into space? That's what he did. That's what people think. What do you mean he shot a car into space? You didn't see that? Did I miss this? No. What you missed about? it? He shot a car into space with a fake astronaut dummy in it. I do not remember hearing or seeing about this at all. How long ago was this? A while? It's completely impossible. It goes against every standard of physics and understanding anybody ever knows. You can't put... When was this, space. though? Recently? No, this was a few years oh, ago, I it was. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it was when SpaceX first launched. That was their first thing Okay, they've that been I out. remember of them. Oh, wow. No, yeah, I did not. I don't remember that word. Yeah, I it was it huge. It looked so fake. It was so bad. It was like, I'm sorry to, I'm so sorry that you guys fall for this. I'm sorry that you fall for this. Anybody who thought he launched a car in space. So you're so saying sorry. it was manipulated video? There, yeah. I'm, you can't put a car in space. Okay. I haven't I mean, seen it. So I'm just. Think about it. For anybody who is in the same position as me, I don't know the situation. So I, I don't. You think a car could withstand the temperature of space? No, I don't. I mean, I also have major issues with rock. Anyways, I'm not going to get into all of that right now. I'm just saying. Our episode. No, no, no. I feel, no, I'm saying I, I don't want to get derailed into that. Into that <laughs> I know that you yeah, have Yeah, I can't believe opinions. you didn't know that. I do not remember that. Maybe I blocked it out. I don't remember that at all. Oh, so fucking funny. Okay, so Elon Musk, this really cool guy, right? No, wrong. He's a psychopath. So... He's got his hands all over this 5G. Let me give you a little bit of breakdown of Elon's plans for the world and why I think he's a psychopath. With Elon Musk, he has a project called the Starlink Internet Project. Essentially, what he wants to do with this is Starlink is SpaceX's plan to build an international network or, quote, constellation of about 12,000 small satellites to provide high-speed internet to anywhere in the world, okay? So basically what Elon wants to do is create a smart grid sub-reality which the human mind is connected to everything in your life 
and he wants all of this to happen by 2030. 2030 is a very, very big year, and it will come back over and over again in this podcast because it's a major, major year as far as a lot of plans and a lot of agendas being worked out for that year specifically. So just keep that in mind. So essentially what Elon wants to do is have all of these satellites all over the world, all in orbits, that are beaming down 5G radiation nonstop that are also going to correlate or um, work with all of these small in-ground antennas so that obviously the satellite and the small in-ground antenna can communicate with each other. And he wants to have basically every inch of the earth covered with Wi-Fi accessibility on the subgrid. So he wants to have everything controlled on this smart grid. And we're talking about everything from your car. That's why they say a lot of the reason why they're phasing out uh, gasoline or petrol vehicles if you're in the UK is not so much for the environment, but because they want to move to this smart grid way of life. I think it might be a little bit of both. They want to have everything connected, your car, your obviously your TV, your washer, your dryer, your refrigerator, your microwave. They want every single thing connected to 5G so that it interacts. Essentially, it your mind. Even inter- your brave little toaster. Yeah. 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 So recently, the FCC gave SpaceX approval to launch 4,400, over 4,400 satellites into the low orbit space in order to start this 5G stuff. Probably, um, probably gave him a bunch of your money too, folks. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's set up that SpaceX is going to have about 12,000 satellites. OneWeb is going to have over 4,500 satellites. Boeing, if anybody knows who Boeing is, part of the military industrial complex, they're going to have almost 3,000 satellites. And then another company called Spire, Spire Global is going to have about almost 1,000 satellites. Essentially, they want to have approximately 20,000 satellites in our orbit, beaming down 5G radiation on us 24-7. So let me give you a little bit more info on Mr. Elon Musk. Did you know that during our lockdown, right now, in March, while everybody's so preoccupied with the fear of this virus, the FCC also gave permission to Elon Musk to install over a million ground antennas for 5G to start communicating with those satellites. If that doesn't scare the hell out of you, keep hanging on. We'll get there. So remember, remember, I did say earlier that the keys to shielding yourself from radiation, the orders that the government or military would give you if we had it, if we had like I don't know, radiate like a nuclear meltdown, right? Is to stay inside and don't go out. Yep, stay so, inside and don't go out. We're starting to connect some dots here, and I can't exactly. wait till the next episode to figure out what you got there because <laughs> I haven't connected that. Thought. You connect some dots I can't find. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I've 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 I, I'm telling you, I've connected a lot of things, and it's a little scary to be. It, well, it's not a little; it's a lot scary to be honest. Yeah, it's a lot scary. I picture Elon Musk like this, right? He he stands in front of everybody, and he's like, "Hey, I could be really dangerous. I mean, I could just see that. I mean, like, I really hope this shit that I'm working on doesn't kill us all. <laughs> like, fuck, you're a crazy motherfucker. Stop working on it." I am so glad you said that because Elon Musk also owns a company called Neuralink and it is a company that studies AI and humans. So obviously you guys know that he started Tesla and you know, when you have an autonomous 
car that's not, you know, that's computer generated. So just think a little bit farther down the line, guys. We're, we're moving out of this month and, and this year. So just think farther down the line. If you have a car that's run by a computer, okay, yeah, maybe that seems cool to some people. It terrifies me. I would never in a million years. But that car I've been driving for, I've been driving since I was like six years old. So there ain't no way in hell I'm going to let you or some computer or anybody else get behind a wheel. <laughs> yeah, right. It's insane. So where, how far are you going to be able to go in this computer driven car? You're going to be able to go as far as the computer lets you go. <laughs> and this is the beginning of how they will be capable in restricting your travel. So the company Cisco, which is a huge, huge, huge company, they estimate that by 2030, here we go, that year again, they estimate that by 2030, there will be 500 billion, billion with a B, wirelessly connected devices across the world, which breaks down to approximately 60 devices per person. That is absolute madness, but that is part of the smart grid that they're all trying to get everybody on. And essentially what they're doing is they're trying to create a technocracy, which is a society run by technology. Okay. 5G is the key to having a technocracy. Technocracy. <laughs> I have the hardest <laughs> time saying this damn word. So world, <laughs> I know, I don't know. It's fucking hard. So societies will be controlled by the bureaucrats of that technocracy. Okay. I wish that word didn't even exist to be honest with you. I wish, I wish it we did didn't not to, either. I wish we didn't have to say it. I, we shouldn't have to say that word. This is no, crazy. We shouldn't. It's, it's insane. So my last little fun fact about Elon Musk that I'm going to leave you guys with some to chew on, marinate on until our next episode. Elon Musk's grandfather was the head of the technocratic party in Canada in the 1930s. If you tell me that there's no connection between all of that, then I honestly don't know if there's hope for you. <laughs> I really don't. Like okay. there are too many coincidences happening with this dude and the power that he has and that the power that the FCC is giving him and not telling you about. Yeah. I mean, this has been in the works for a very long time and you cannot tell me that it's a coincidence that, his grandfather was head of the damn technocratic party in Canada in the thirties. And now he basically is the world's foremost front runner on anything technological. I mean, it's just absolute madness. It's absolute. It madness. is absolute madness. You know what I, you know what I'm, uh, we know what I'm worried about might happen. What? They open up the country back up. Everybody gets all excited and then they get letters the government gives everybody letters in the mail saying you've been replaced by robots. That what? Say it again. Everybody gets all excited because they think they can go back to work and they get a letter saying you've been replaced by a robot. Oh, <laughs> that they've installed all the robots during our lockdown. <laughs> hey, I don't think it'll happen on this one, but I wouldn't be surprised no. if that doesn't happen down the road because I think this is definitely just a test run. Dude, for some other stuff. they've already had a self-driving truck deliver goods across the country. So yeah, it's, you know, that's... And some people think it's super cool. Look, I, I totally understand... Technology is awesome. Right. I understand the fascination with technology and allowing it to do all these really cool things. I'm not a tech nerd, so it's... Even though the functionality of some things are impressive to me, it as a whole, I'm not impressed by uh, 
you know, I, I don't get excited when the new phones come out and they have new features. Like, I don't care I don't about know. that. I should be able to fucking hop out my front door in a fucking tube and get wherever the fuck I want by now. These motherfuckers, this should be like the Jetsons, man. And we're stuck and the, with... And the, and the technology is absolutely there. And anybody who tells me that it's not is needs to do some research. Tesla gave us so much technological advancement um, almost a hundred years ago and they've suppressed and hidden it. There's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't be able to do that. Jeremiah, would I do that? Probably not. Cause that sounds terrifying, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they don't have the science for it already. There's nothing. I go to party city and give me a Mario outfit. <laughs> what? You're like super Mario. Doing what the tube. No, I, Oh, you mean in the, t- <laughs> Jump in the trash Oh can. my God. Sorry. I'm really slow today. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That. Oh man. Oh my God. Seriously though. They're, I mean, every, okay. They've been, uh, they've been able to upgrade, um, you know, telecommunications over the past hundred, 200 years from 2G to AMF, AMF and radio all the way up to whatever. And they haven't done shit to the electric grid. Not a damn thing. That's, well, not weird to people. That's weird to me. We have solar panels that we could be getting, and they're you know trying to you know stifle those. It's obvious that people are profiting over the resources of our world. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And oppressing us in the process. Yes, absolutely. So let me tell you guys uh, how you can take some very simple steps to protect yourself from not only five G but from your 4G and 3G and 2G and everything else around you. Um, Josh Del Sol at takebackyourpower.net is a fantastic resource. He does, uh, I, I have his emails that I get uh, every couple weeks. He does conferences over 5G and radiation and is just a really good source of information. So check him out. So how do you protect yourself at your home and when you're not at home? Well, at some point, it's going to be harder and harder because they're installing all these damn satellites and in-ground. So it's going to be tough. But what you can do right now, one of the biggest things you can do is when you are at home at night before you go to bed, turn off your router and your modem that is connected to your Wi-Fi. You don't need your Wi-Fi while you sleep. Turn it off so that it is not radiating your air while you sleep because as we know, it it causes insomnia and sleeplessness and restlessness. Turn it off. You can get switches that automatically turn it off. I think there's a way sometimes where you can actually go into the router settings and have it turn off automatically at certain times. Check it out. Um, Also, if you can switch to wired internet and to ethernet, get off of wireless, wireless completely, if at all possible. If you have a phone at home, like a landline phone, and it's not corded, get a corded phone. Don't have the cordless phones, even though they're much more convenient. And get a landline phone instead of your cell phone. Try to use your landline phone more. I'm very much thinking about trying to do that. Reduce your cell phone usage in general. Whenever you are speaking on the phone, use speakerphone. Don't hold the phone up to your ear. Or use wired headphones. This is one of the biggest things. All of my friends over the past several months, you know, or year or whatever, have gotten these wireless earbuds, right? And I have told every single one of them, please don't use those 
but they use them because they're convenient. The wire doesn't get tangled up. You can, you know, it's easier when you're driving, it's easier when you're cooking, whatever. Essentially you're putting two pieces of Bluetooth electronics mm -hmm. on either side of your head and it's yeah. just pulsing and sending electromagnetic waves through your freaking head guys. And, and through your reason, head. There's a reason it's called Bluetooth. It's on the blue spectrum and the blue spectrum is not good. But I did not know that. Yeah, it's guys, it's not good for you're literally sending these waves through your head. Use wired headphones. Please, 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 please. Don't use Bluetooth if you can. I have a wireless Bluetooth speaker that I use to listen to other podcasts and I do use that, but I probably won't use it as much because there is a way when I can you, hook it up. I can hook it up directly you, with my phone, When your phone sends out the 5G signal, it's not only sending and receiving the 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G. It's also sending a Bluetooth signal, so you're hitting yourself with an extra signal that you don't sure, need. Sure, yeah, great point. Um, put your phone in airplane mode at night and as much as possible during the day. If it's on airplane mode, it cannot receive or send out these magnetic, uh, these electric waves. Don't carry your phone in your pockets if at all possible. One of the guys that I was researching his info, he said that there's been a lot of surgeries that have had to been done with hip replacements because people are wearing their phone on their hip all the time and it's causing bone deterioration and issues. And then they have to get their hip replaced. Now, how many and all of that, the cases, I don't know. I'm just going off of what he said, but he's a very well-researched and has a couple books out on 5G and radiation. So I feel like he's a pretty good source. Also put your phone on 3G settings. It is less harmful than 4G and you can you still, and you can still get connectivity. So you can go into your settings in your phone I didn't write them down because it was, <laughs> you have to go through a couple different steps, but I'm there sure is a way that it's probably different between Android and, and iPhone, but I know with iPhone, it said something about uh, you go into a certain setting and you can toggle off um, the LT. I, I don't, I don't really remember what the setting said, but right. anyways, there is a way in your phone settings to basically toggle off your LTE or 4G or 5G setting. You can toggle it to, to 3G. So will your connectivity be a little bit slower? Probably, but it's also going to be a lot safer for you down the road. You can also get an EMF blocking phone sleeve, one-sided phone sleeve, so that if you get the one-sided, it's blocking, you know, 50% of that radiation because if you want to use it, you still need it to be able to connect somewhat. Don't use wireless watches. Everybody loves Apple watches and all of that. Don't use them. It's sending yeah. an electronic pulse into your skin 24-7. Same, I would assume, with like Fitbits and things like that that track your yep. sleep cycle. Like that's what I have a couple friends that use those, and I told them I used to really want one. And then yeah. I even before I did all this research, it dawned on me one day. I was like, well, but I don't want that electromagnetic field pulsing into my skin 24 seven. That can't be good for us. And this is before I even yeah. knew about all this stuff. Right. It, it can't be good for us. And then it's like, this is the cognitive distance I'm dealing with. Well, it's because electromagnetic is fucking radiation. You dumb motherfucker. And it's like, yeah. now I got to deal with that. Yeah. Myself telling myself that, well, you're an idiot. You knew you should have known this the whole time. This is dangerous shit. You let yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, cognitive but... dissonance for me. That's what I go through. I beat myself up because I, I can't allow I, I can't shut up about now. We got to tell everybody, man. I know. You know, it's, oh, it's awful. So also guys, 
try not to use smart meters from utility companies. I don't know if you have a choice or not when they come out to install them. I honestly don't know. But these smart meters are basically so that they don't have to have an employee come and actually read your electricity meter. So it sends these waves to the company so that it can be read remotely. That is nothing but electromagnetic waves frequency going through your house 24 seven. Don't do it if you can do it. And now we got the, the, the electromagnetic waves coming off your transformer on the corner of your house where your electricity comes into your house. Yeah. And then you've got, then you've got your Wi-Fi hitting you all day. And then what did you just say there? Was there something else we just added? To smart me- well, the smart meters. But- oh, the smart meters they just put in. Oh, my God. Now we've got those hitting us with radiation nonstop 24-7, guys. We are not joking. Yeah, it's pretty about, bad. We're talking about being hit with every single level of radiation on the spectrum that doesn't like you know instantly fry you to death. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, you also want to reduce your dirty electricity. That includes dimmer switches, the smart meters we just talked about, old LED lights. You can find more information on what dirty electricity is on Josh's website, take your power back, uh, takebackyourpower.net. And also, I didn't even think about this until I read it. I mean, I don't have a child, so maybe that's partially why. But don't use wireless baby monitors huh. because that's literally just sending signals from obviously the baby's room to wherever your receiver is on the other side so that you can monitor them. And not only is that sending the signal through the house, but it's sending it in the room that your very small and very susceptible child is in. Yeah. Not yeah, if, good. If, if, a, if a toddler or a adolescent is susceptible, imagine a newborn, you know, right. It's more susceptible to this. Imagine a newborn. I couldn't, yeah, they haven't. And, I mean, and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Don't go get freaking, um, don't go get ultrasounds. You don't need them. If you do, I mean, you really don't need them every two weeks like they want you to come in. You know, I just think that's another part of the agenda to just hit that baby with these incredibly powerful microwave frequencies. Yeah, it's very possible. I never thought about that. And that's actually probably ionizing shit. It is pretty, pretty crazy and pretty, uh, Pretty major stuff, guys, and I know that this was kind of a longer episode and appreciate you guys staying tuned and keeping (laughs) an open mind, but it was a very important episode that we get all of this information out, especially leading up into the next couple episodes that we are going to be discussing some very, very deep topics, some very outrageous topics is what you might think of. And (laughs) some very disheartening topics and some infuriating topics. And it's going to be a doozy, I'll say. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just apologize in advance. We'll probably apologize at the beginning of that episode again, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I apologize, but I'm not. I'm going to apologize because the episode is going to be deep and it's going to be intense. And it's going to be, you're going to come away from it and be like, whoa, what just hit (laughs) me? But yeah. At the same time, I'm not going to apologize because, as you know, and as you say, it's info that needs to get out there. It is, and people need to be hit with it. And some people just aren't strong enough to handle the truth that they're hit with. And Yeah, some people just, well, and like you said, a million times, cognitive dissonance runs deep. And mm-hmm. there we are going to talk about some things that are very, very controversial and very unpopular opinions in the next couple episodes. And... 
I a hundred percent stand behind what we're going to talk about because in all honesty, we're also very conflicted about what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. there. The more I research, the more I'm confused about certain things and it's, uh, yeah. I don't even just know. follow the money, Kelly. Just follow the yeah. money. I, I done showed you. That's what I said earlier. Yep. Follow the money. Yeah. We follow the money and we're going to tell the people where the money is and we're going to tell people the incentives. Okay. Look, people don't believe in conspiracy theories because they think, oh, well, everybody would have to be in on it. Right. That's one of the excuses. Right. Well, you know, that's not true at all because there's different levels and different hierarchies so glad of how these things that. run. Right. And I know I'm kind of stealing David Icke's words here, but that's okay. It's okay. It's a great where, way to explain it. Yeah. This is where people receive their orders and don't question them. It's compartmentalized. You only it's need to know the information that you need to yes. know. You don't need to understand the big picture. I have a right, task exactly. for you. You need to carry out this task. I'm going to tell you why yes. probably it's not true. So a lot of times these people don't even know they're in on the global conspiracy. Right. A lot of times they do, and they just don't really know to what extent. But a lot of times they Mm -hmm. don't. Yep. That's why you have, you know, some doctors that speak up and some that don't. And you have some, and the ones that do speak up. Usually get suicided. That, what I was not going to say that, but (laughs) that they usually do get suicided. But the ones that uh, don't speak up, I hate to say this, but they choose to participate in immoral action. And just like Gary Matata said, they're going to have to lay on their deathbed at the end of their life and look back and go, I made the wrong choice. Yeah. So I don't want to be one of those guys. Totally. No, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And I'm not saying that we know everything, obviously not. There's no way anybody can know everything and there's no way to know. At the end of the day, we will never truly know with definitive proof in front of our eyes that what we're talking about is absolutely, is what's happening. Right. However, When you, as we've mentioned before, when you do enough research and you start digging into enough things, you start realizing how many lies are out there and how many lies you've been told and you're able to start seeing patterns. And that is the most important thing for me personally is following the patterns. People say, well, how do you know? Well, I mean, technically I don't know. Like I I, I, I haven't sat in with the cult members that rule this world and said, Oh, so this is really what you're doing. Of course not. But I've hey, seen let me enough- get a piece of that scumbag pie, man. Right. Right. I've seen enough of the patterns <laughs> to recognize them when this shit happens. And they are actually starting to put more and more of what they're doing out there for people yeah. to, to see. And they're not even hiding it anymore. No. And we'll get into that in the next episode with ID 2020, with vaccinations, with Bill Gates, with all of this other stuff that's going on. RFID chips and things like that. It's all connected and it's all correlated. And even though I can't, like I said, I can't definitively say, yes, I know 100% for a fact this is happening. 
I can say that on a lot of things because there mm -hmm. are, <laughs> there is a lot of hard yeah, yeah. evidence and then you piece together the rest of it based on your research from other things. And that's, for instance, we can tell you tonight, hundred percent facts. Light is radiation. Radio wave frequency is radiation. Classified to be carcinogen. All that shit that she said happens, happens. Yeah, all <laughs> the effects happens. That is fact. That has been studied. It is truth. And they are well aware of this and they're not using it um, to help heal us. They are using it no. to make us unhealthy. So Right. And, you know, they just they, I, I think, honestly... It's to kill two birds with one stone, keep tabs on everybody in the world, and keep them in the hospital. Oh, yeah. I, I completely agree. This absolutely is not just about uh, ruining people's health and literally performing human experiments. It's yeah. absolutely also about the rollout of the facial recognition cameras that will be happening soon that are already in some parts of the world. China already has it. We'll touch base on that in the next episode also because it's absolutely bananas um mm -hmm. so yeah I, I i agree with you jay for sure it's absolutely about keeping tabs on people uh, just as much as it is uh keeping them unhealthy and they've been doing it since uh let me see where was that where'd my phone go i i know that they've been doing it since before 1934 yep that's when the fcc came on the picture so if they right. had a global international committee already <laughs> right you know, and and all this stuff put in place and that's just it's just so mind-boggling to think about because you don't think about it like that you don't think when you're in history class and they're teaching you about alexander h bell or whatever the hell his name is <laughs> what's his name i think you're combining two different people <laughs> am i uh, Alexander. Oh, well, it's Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander Graham Bell. Thank you. Yeah. And um, I thought you were going to say know. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, they tell us, you know, he invented the telephone and everything. And then it's like, you know, before that, the telegraph was here and they were already talking about they were already having global communications. You know. Right. And I just learned that, you know researching for this podcast. So there's all kinds of things that they don't tell you. Like, wait, you, know, you didn't know there was telegraphs worldwide telegraphs. No, no, no. I knew there was, I didn't know that there was a international overseer of them. Oh, I see. I see. I, see, I, see. <laughs> I was like, no. really? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't know there was a Google back then. It was like, I don't like this message. <laughs> Just put it in a shredder, you know, what? I didn't know they were, they've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> You're not going to let the pigeon carry this note. I don't know if they were censoring messages back then. <laughs> I'm just saying, honest. man. But it wouldn't surprise me if they did. I mean, you I know, know I know in wartime they've absolutely intercepted messages. So you know, it's yeah, uh, pigeons down all that. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So you want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap it up. I think this was a very informative episode. It's like baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me tell you guys where to find us. Unfortunately, we have still not gotten up on iTunes. All of our previous episodes, I keep saying, go to iTunes and give us five stars. Well, you can't because you can't find us there because they have not approved us on that platform. It's going on. There's a, because there's an international global communications committee <laughs> that intercepted our pigeon. And we exactly. keep sending the damn pigeon out. 
And they keep shooting it down. Yeah, they they shot the pigeon down for the approval, so we're still waiting on that. But once that does get up and running, please go to iTunes and give us five stars so that we can climb the charts and so that we can start getting more listeners. Because even though we have almost 60 now, we want way more than that. Social media, we want to hear from you guys. Please, please, please. We actually already got an email today from somebody who heard one of our podcasts. We have no idea who this person is, where he's from. He just kind of popped up out of the blue. So it was kind of fun to see our first official email from somebody that's listened to us come through and ask us some information. And sounds like he might want to be a guest on the show about something else, which is very interesting. So let us know your thoughts, your concerns. If you have uh, suggestions, if you want to be on the show, We are down to listen. You can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, both at Reality Shift Frequency. You can hit us up on Twitter at Reality Shift Pod, P-O-D. You can email us at our email, which is realityshiftfrequency at protonmail.com. That's realityshiftfrequency at P-R-O-T-O-N mail.com. And I hadn't been saying this one, which I wish I would have, but go to Anchor, our a platform that we actually release all of this on first anchor.fm slash reality shift frequency. And you guys can a listen to all the episodes there, but you can also leave us a voice message. Essentially it's like a voicemail. You literally click the little button, leave us a voice message and you can give us a shout out. You can ask us questions. You can do whatever you want. We want to hear your lovely voices and hear what you guys sound like. You hear what we sound like all the time. So we want to hear what you sound like. That's all I got. Yeah, that's great. I wish we would have known about that sooner. Well, I totally knew about it. I just completely forgot that it was an option that they had there. (laughs) Like when I first signed up with Anchor, that was one of the cool... uh, One of the reasons why you wanted to... Well, it wasn't one of the reasons why I signed up, but after I signed up, I saw it and I said, that is such a cool idea because Mm -hmm. maybe even at some point we can play some of those messages, you know? Right, yeah, that would be cool. It would be really neat. I think that would be really cool. A a nice way to engage with people. So um, if you leave us a voice message, all I ask is that at the beginning or end of the message, please just tell us if you give us permission to either use your name or use your voice on air uh, in case we do want to include you. We want to make sure we have your permission for that. So, Absolutely. We wouldn't want to do anything you guys wouldn't want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And so with that, I think that's it. Please just remember now more than ever, please, please remember that authority must not be truth, but truth must be authority. Please remember that. Enjoy your path to an objective reality. I love it. I love it too. Sounds I good. hope you guys uh, have a good night and don't dwell on this too much. We can beat this. We absolutely can beat this. Have a good night, guys. See you or talk to you on the next one. That's right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.